And happy Friday to all. It is almost the weekend, which means it's time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gamison. And I am glad to be here with you, Adam. And I'm very excited about today because today we are kicking off our second a year of the Speaking For Him book club. We have four new titles uh, to suggest to you. And I just want to say, before we swing it over to Adam for a quote of the day, that if you uh, want to join us in reading these books, then please um, get started with our first title, as I will talk about in a few minutes, because I would like to have some discussions related to the book's before we actually go to podcast. And the way we're going to try to do this is I um, would love to have a discussion on my Facebook page. My Facebook page is facebook.com slash speaking for him. That's speaking the number for him. And you can uh, stay tuned to that page and I'll let you know when I will be actively there um, to hopefully have some discussions. I would like to eventually... Um, do some video discussions, maybe with Google Hangout or whatever, but I have not uh, looked at that or studied that or or seen what needs to happen in order for that to happen. So I think we're going to have our initial discussion coming up in the next couple of weeks as we begin to read our first title on the Speaking For Him Facebook page. So just stay tuned, and we will give you detail about that. We're going to reveal our four titles today, and I have my... uh, Reading sidekick back here in the studio with us today, uh, Naomi Van Harn. Welcome back, Naomi. Thanks for having me. Glad that we can work together on this. It's been exciting uh, to read these books with you and to also get opportunities to see you a little more often. Um, It's been a blessing. All right, we'll go to Adam with our quote of the day. This is from Mr. Paul Sweeney. You know you've read a good book when you turn the last page. Mm-hmm. That's very fitting for this podcast today. Yes. Yes. And uh, if you're anything like me, if it's a really good book, you get to the to the end, the last couple of pages, and you're like, can I read it a little slower? <laughs> Especially when it's a newer book because you never know how quite how long you'll have to wait until the author's next offering. Um, so <laughs> I just thought that was a really uh, interesting quote. And also from the perspective of some books can start out slow and not be that interesting. I know there are some books where I've put them down after a couple of chapters and people say, well, you have to give them a little longer um, before they get really good. And that may be the case with our classical selection. I know one of the reasons why I've chosen to highlight some classics is because I know that I need to be reading uh, more intellectually challenging books. It's easy to whip through a contemporary novel um, that you basically just read for entertainment, get lost in it, and then close the book when you're done and and just kind of whip through it. But it's kind of neat to uh, go back to the time before there was TV um, and see how people wrote back then. And that brings us to our first selection, um, Withering Heights by Emily Bronte. Last year we started with Jane Eyre by her sister Charlotte. And interestingly enough, Withering Heights uh, was first published under a pseudonym and was not published under Emily's name until she passed away and her brother and her sister Charlotte, who wrote Jane Eyre, edited it for publication 
and then it was published posthumously. And so I thought that was kind of an interesting aspect. And uh, this book deals with the destructive effect of jealousy and vengefulness. So I think those are good things for Christians to be aware of. And so I think there's some redeeming value in this title. And Naomi actually suggested this title to me. So I'd like to just get a little bit of an idea, Naomi, why you thought this was a good selection. Well, I do think it is going to be one of those that in the beginning you're you're going to want to give up. I know I did. I actually listened to it on audiobook. And at first I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> but I just kept listening and um, it starts to get really good after the first couple of chapters. I mean, it's, it's interesting, but things start to fall into place and make sense. In the beginning, um, it starts with the character, he's telling the story. And so it's basically one character telling the story, and he says what someone said to him, and he tells this story. Uh, one of the things I think is neat is the ending is amazing. And also, um, one of the characters, she's very beautiful, but inside she's not. And the transformation that happens with her is really interesting. And I think that if you can just stick through those first few chapters, you will really enjoy this book. All right, so that's our first selection. And so that's one we're going to dig into um, right after uh, this podcast. Um, I'll actually probably start reading it before this podcast airs. Mm -hmm. But if you would like to be involved with our podcast discussion after we complete the book, uh, we will probably, if I don't uh, slack off too much, be recording the next uh, podcast for the book club, which is our review of Withering Heights, sometime in October or November, probably late November. So if you are interested in joining us in studio or even by phone for this discussion because you resonate with this title, let us know. We'd love to have another person in the studio. Yeah, and don't let the cover throw you off some of the covers they try to make it look exciting it's yeah one <laughs> do not key. yeah do not judge the book by its cover for <laughs> <once>. <laughs> all right well i'm i'm kind of interested to dig into that one i actually um found a really nice uh republished hardcover from barnes and noble so i'm i'm excited about that nice. um and our second title um our contemporary fiction uh, title is by Francine Rivers. It's called The Scarlet Scarlet Thread. And I'm just going to read um, the paragraph that was on Francine Rivers' website about this one. Um, the story of two women centuries apart who are joined through a tattered journal as they contend with God, God husbands, and even themselves until they fall, fall into the arms of the one who loves them unconditionally. When Sierra discovers the handcrafted quill and journal of her ancestor Mary Catherine Murray, she finds that their lives are amazingly similar. Though the women are separated by time and circumstances, and Mary Catherine endured the hardships of life on the Oregon Trail, many of the issues and problems they face are remarkably similar. By following Mary Catherine's example, Sierra learns to surrender to God's sovereignty and unconditional love. And I chose this title because I was really just looking for a good contemporary author's title. And I've been really challenged by Francine Rivers' books in the past. I read a book called And the Shofar Blue, and it and it blew me away. 
um, I was just amazed when I when I was reading it. I was like, "Is this really fiction?" Uh, because it felt real and it taught some really good lessons, and it was unashamedly all about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I'm looking for the same um, in the Scarlet Thread. Have you read anything by Francine Rivers yet? No, but that's the exciting thing about a book club is you get introduced to new authors. So yeah, I'm, so this should be interesting. Yeah, this will be my first time. Yeah, so we will we will um, be with that one. Uh, that will be number two. And, uh, of course, I have no set schedule um, for getting these books done. Uh, that's one of the things we have is grace for one another, and we are not trying to rush through. We'll just record as we complete them, and hopefully they will be beneficial to you as the listener. All right. Now, this one, uh, the third one, is our Christian growth title. And this was actually... Um, recommended by a friend of mine named Amy, uh, who I only know through Facebook. I think I met her um, because she has some friends who um, work for the radio station at which I record this podcast. And uh, she recommended Crazy Love by Francis Chan. And Amy, if you're listening and would like to come on and talk with us about this book when we read it, uh, probably in the spring, then we would love to have you. And before I talk a little bit more about about this book, let's let Francis Chan himself tell us a little bit about it. I grew up going to church, and my idea of Christianity and following Jesus was, it was pretty simple. Just don't do the things that God hates. In other words, try not to cuss, try not to drink too much, don't have sex outside of marriage, go to church every Sunday. Uh, my, my view of God and following Him was pretty narrow. And things began to change when I started reading the Bible for myself. And I'd read the way that God would describe Himself. And I'd get these images of God where I'd go, no way, no one ever told me how huge He was. And once I got this high view of God, it changed everything in my life. It changed the way that I prayed to Him, it changed the way I sang to Him, it changed the way I lived everyday life. And I guess my hope in this book is that I'll help you gain this big view of God. Because a huge view of God changes everything. You start realizing, wait, that's the God who sent His Son to die for me? That's insane. And when you realize, wait, He did that for me, shouldn't my response be just as crazy? And shouldn't I respond with this amazing, crazy love where I would do anything for Him? I'm glad you're using this online resource because what I try to do with every chapter is give you a few questions just questions that I'm going to ask that will get you to probe into your life to evaluate, am I showing God this type of crazy love that I ought to be showing Him? Because my, my hope is that this is more than just reading a book, but it would actually be an experience. And I'd like to take you on this journey where we have a higher view of God and it causes a greater response toward Him. All right, so I am very excited um, to read this book and um, 
to hopefully be encouraged about by it to grow in my love for the Lord. Uh, I had a lot of friends um, and even some family who have been talking about it and just have not gotten gotten around to reading it. Um, but I'm looking forward to uh, kind of making myself read it by <laughs> putting it on the book club list. Um, have you heard um, about this book, Naomi, or read anything by Francis Chan? Again, sorry, no, but I'm excited to read it. I think new it experiences. Sounds, yes, are very uh, exciting. So, and that's I guess that's one of the challenges too is that by putting together this book club, one of the things that I wanted to do on purpose was to read things that I had never read, mm-hmm. and so because we're reading things that I've never read. I can't go into a lot of detail about what they are because, again, I haven't read them. But my hope is that as we read them together, uh, we will be benefited and we will have a lot to talk about uh, as we come back and do these shows. So Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to see what will happen. And then um, the final book for our book club um, is our autobiographical title. And I like autobiographies because they deal with real people's lives. So you're not sitting there saying, well, that's kind of miraculous, but it's not really real because that's what you do when you read fiction. But when you read an autobiography, you're like, this is what actually happened from the perspective of the people that it happened to. And you can just see God's hand of faithfulness working in the lives of others. And this particular couple that wrote this book, 828, First of all, the significance of the title is that it's the day um, it's a it's a young lady and a young man who got to know each other and started dating in college. They were dating very intentionally. Um, so their their idea almost from the very beginning of their dating was that if this works out, we're going to marry each other. Um, I think they've been friends for a little while before that. But then um, a tragedy happened and. The young man was in a car accident, had a severe brain injury, and um, so his his fiance or his his almost fiance was praying and crying out to God and asking whether she should marry him. Still, and he she said what it came down to for her was he would have he would have married her if roles were reversed if she was the one. With the accident, he would have married her. And so when he got to the point where he was able to communicate with her, then they then they married. Again, they married on August 28th, 828. And fittingly, they published their book this year on 828. Oh, wow. So the, the, the title of the book has great significance for them. And if you want to hear more of their story as a preview... You can go to YouTube and look up Ian and Larissa Murphy and you will find a nine minute video that kind of gives a 2014 update of where they are now and what led to the writing of the book and certain details about the book. I kind of wanted to share it, but I figured that would make the podcast a little long. So I'm just going to throw that out there as a possibility for you to look at on your own time. And I'll probably also have the link in the blog post for this podcast. Well, it looks like we have some really exciting uh, reading adventures ahead of us. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to say, Naomi? 
Oh, I was just wondering, wasn't their story on the news recently or about their book? Well, they've been on they've been on several media outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I first heard about them because they were on Focus on the Family or possibly the the Boundless podcast, which is a Focus on the Family podcast specifically mm-hmm. for college age individuals who are um, either in college or post college but still single. So I think I heard about them through that, and it's just it's an amazing story of of God's love. And if you uh, remember back from the book we read last year about Johnny, um, and you just see the the amount of sacrifice uh, that he, that that couple has gone through on the behalf of one another, and then I think we're going to see another really good portrait of that. And I think it's good for us to to be exercised to see these because I think we get uh, too caught up in our comfortable life and we don't realize uh, what real sacrifice and real love is. And it's good to be reminded. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it helps us to put our uh, problems in perspective. You know, I've found through my life um, that there's always someone worse off than me. And mm-hmm. I still tend to complain. I still have bad days. But when I read books like that, it lifts me up and helps me to realize that there's still a whole lot to live for and a whole lot of, of good in my life. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this year's um, Speaking for Him book club. Uh, pick up Withering Heights at your local library or your local bookstore. Join us in the discussion. And if you have any reflections, uh, you can send us a voicemail at any time through the blog about that book title. Or you can send me an email at andrew at speakingforhim.com and express interest on actually being on the podcast. Um, Well, that's all we have for you today. Thank you, Naomi, for coming in to help us with our introduction. And we look forward to seeing you back in a couple months when we dive into uh, the review of this title, Withering Heights. Please make sure that you um, are liking us on Facebook so you can uh, keep abreast of uh, any happenings with the book club or other things on Speaking for Him as well as leaving reviews on iTunes and Stitcher uh, for the Speaking for Him podcast. This is Andrew Gomison, your host, along with my co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt, saying, keep serving the best of masters and have a great weekend.